Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Sports Talk from the Crib. I'm your host, Tanner Christian. Coming up on today's episode, liar, liar. James Harden has called his boss, essentially for almost a decade, Daryl Morey, a liar. Saying he will never play for him ever again. And I'm also getting into Dalvin Cook has signed with the New York Jets. I'm giving my thoughts about that. And Ezekiel Elliott has also found a home in New England. So we're going to talk a little football and running back movements that have happened. But first, go ahead and give us a follow on our social media networks at FeelyHeatENT. It's on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, FeelyHeatEntertainment. We were going to be posting up some things about, obviously, what's going on in the world of sports. Football season is around the corner, so preseason has started, and we're going to get ramped up with some big-time content here coming soon. And check out the website at sportstalkfromthecrib.com. The podcast episodes air on there. We have post um, blog posts. And you can also give us a listen on any available streaming platform, especially Spotify, Apple, you name it. It's on there. So let's get into this topic. James Harden, that's where we're starting with today, has called Daryl Morey a liar. He's at some camp in China, I guess, and that's what he announced, and he reiterated it. He's like, I'm going to make sure I say it again. James Moore is a liar, and I will not play with him ever, play for him ever again. Now, this is a guy, Daryl Morey. He's been, I mean, oh, Jesus, almost 10 years. He was with him in Houston, signed him to that huge deal. He was part of the reason to bring James Harden from Brooklyn to Philadelphia. And now we have this. What's with the fall now? This is, I know. Hey, friendships sometimes have their uh, ways, right? Your fights and whatnot. Man, this this man's given him over $300 million over the course of his career. Uh, recently, Harden opted in to his $35.6 million, million dollar option with the team. He opted in. He had the player option. Hey, I'm going to trade you. I guess what was the conversation he had with Daryl Morey? If I opt in for this money, trade me. And the destination has been linked to the Clippers. Why are these NBA players taking that risk? Who does James Harden really think he is? Like, you're at the tail end of your career. Yeah, you had some playoff moments this past year. You dropped 40, won a game. But then, of course, James Harden of old shows up in a... Elimination game drops four points. That's worth $35 million a year. That's worth you me trading for you at the end of your career. You're going to give me a performance like that. This is a big problem. And of course, it's with James Harden once again. And Philadelphia, for that matter. Could this impact Joel Embiid staying in Philly? Maybe so. I know these NBA players, the new collective bargaining agreement, they're trying to get as much money as possible. But when you're a free agent or can be a free agent with the player option, why not decline it and become your own free agent so you don't have to deal with this? You've made over $300 million. Nobody wants to pay you $35. Why not sign a one-year $15 million deal with somebody? Who cares? Somebody's going to give you that. You've made over $300 million. Yes, I know we're talking about $20 million. It's a lot. 
Bobby, like I've made my money. Why do I need even more money? Why do I, so I could, don't get tied into this. And part of it is too, Daryl Morey said, try to make trades, but he wasn't trading, you know, James Harden for nothing. That's what seems like what's going on. Like, I just don't understand why NBA players just opt in their deal. Then, hey, I want to trade. I'm requesting a trade. You opted in for the money. Then you want me to trade you? I would tell you no. But Daryl Morey recently pulled all trade stocks and said he expects James Harden to report to camp. Well, James Harden's not. He's going to try to get what he wants once again like he's done everywhere he's been. Did it when coming to Houston. He did it when he wanted out of Houston. He just played bad basketball. Then he wants out of Brooklyn playing bad basketball, saying he's hurt, to get out and go to Philly. Now he's in Philly, opts into his contract. I want out. This is the deal. I opt in. You trade me. Why not this decline? So you can be free to go wherever you want, whenever you want, and stay up being tied to a team. You should know this by now, James Harden. You've been in the league long enough. You forced your way out of two franchises. You had a big three in OKC. You were too good for it. I'm going to be the man in Houston. Then once you're struggling and doing all this, I want out. Daryl Morey's gone. I want out because he's gone. Isn't that what happened? Went to Brooklyn. Another big three. It ain't working out. I I want out. Gets to Philly. Oh, me and Joel Embiid compete for a championship. Great idea. Once again, I want out. It didn't work. We failed. We got embarrassed. Maybe if you played well in elimination games and in overall playoffs, you wouldn't be having this problem. James Harden is the most overrated player in the history of the NBA. Oh, he has great one-on-one game. One of the greatest offensive scorers in the history of the NBA. If I shot the ball 40 times in a Houston game, I would be too. It's ridiculous. This grant this guy saying he is that great of a ball player. He's a ball hog. He's shot every single time the he went down the court. He had the ball in his hand like 90% of the time. And then when he didn't, he stood in the corner. He only cares about his stats. He doesn't give a damn about the basketball game. He doesn't give a damn about the game. He's a stat hog. He's never been a team player. He's never won a championship. You can't even advance in the playoffs. Can't even get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Can't get to the Western Conference Finals because he chokes time and time again. That's all he's done his whole career. He has a couple MVPs because he shot the ball every single damn time. And his assist because he had the ball in his hands in the game. Grabbing rebounds from his teammate, just like a former teammate of his in Russell Westbrook. But this is what it is. 
It's how he's been his whole career. All about the money, not about the rings. So what is the end result? If I'm Daryl Morey, I'm really going to be like, you're fine for not showing up. You're fine for not playing games. We're taking your game checks. You're not hurt. You just went out. I want the regular season to start. Don't come up with this freak injury, fake injury, so you don't play. Don't pull like a Ben Simmons on everybody. I'm Daryl Morey. Since he's acting like this, I'm like, I'm going to give back some of my money that you pretty much stole from me your entire career. Why not? I'm not on James Harden's side with this whatsoever. I'll leave it at that. All right, now let's get into our next topic. We're going to talk about the Dalvin Cook signing by the New York Jets. I mean, damn. Like, are you kidding me? He gets a one-year, $8.6 million deal, $7 million in base money. He can earn up to $1.6 in incentives, so that's how he can reach the 8.6 mark. Is it a great sign by the Jets? Yes. Does that make the Jets more dangerous? Yes, because people forget. Brees Hall was a great rookie last year, but he had a pretty gruesome knee injury, and he's coming back from that. It may take a while to come back from that injury fully and be in NFL shape and game speed and all that. So this Dallin Cook signing makes a whole lot of sense. Still got Michael Carter there. like People just forgot about that Brees Hall and that injury, I think. For him to put him, Dalvin Cook, with Brees Hall coming back, one-two punch in the backfield like that, Aaron Rodgers, Garrett Wilson, you sign your buddy Lazard, you're like, I think Randall Cobb, did Randall Cobb sign for him too? I believe so. This Jets team just got a whole lot better. I know Dalvin Cook's at the end of his career, but let's just look at some of the numbers he has over the last, like, four years. 2019, 1,135 rushing yards, 13 TDs. 2020, 1,557 yards, 16 TDs. 2021, 1,159 rushing yards, 6 TDs. 2022, 1,173 rushing yards, and 8 TDs. So it's not like he's really falling off. He's a 1,000-yard guy. No matter if he's banged up or not. And pretty much reaches the double digit in touchdowns. And that's just rushing. So this signing is huge. There's rumors going around, hey, Dolphins are interested, Broncos are interested, the Pats are interested. When I saw him on that Jets field, high-fiving everybody, talking with Aaron Rodgers, saying he wants to come to the team, Aaron Rodgers takes that huge pay cut to get a signing. You're like, oh, man, it's New York all day. You, It's like we really think it's New York now. Wanted it to be Miami. He's been working out down there. It's his hometown. But now I see why you are a Seminole instead of a hurricane. You betrayed us again, Dalvin. Now he's going to the enemy in the AFC East in New York. Miami missed out on this because Miami really needed a power back. We were really going to go into the season trusting Jeff Wilson to be healthy all the time. Raheem Moe started to be Healthy all the time. Miles Gaskin. Are you kidding me? We don't want to pay Dalvin Cook. It wasn't enough. I think Miami may have. I don't know if they actually made an offer. But the rumors were going around saying, hey, it was only for like 
$5 million. You couldn't put incentives in? We got cap space to make this work. Now we lose him to the enemy. <laughs> we lose to the era. <laughs> like, we thought Miami's getting up. They're, you know, like, they had a bad preseason showing, but it's just like, in the first game, it's just, you know, it's just like, we're so close, and then everybody in the business keeps getting better and better. You're like, damn, we finally got good. And then they get greater. It's like, it's just, this is just painful, man. Dalvin Cook to the Jets makes all the difference in the world in that run game. He's going to ball out for Aaron Rodgers as quarterback. <laughs> now it's it's weird because they were NFC North rivals because he played in Minnesota, and now he goes to New York, and now they're teammates. Interesting, right? So this is a great sign by New York. I believe this makes them that so much better. Maybe made me rethink. I got the Dolphins written in the division, but it made me rethink this. If Aaron Rodgers just gets back to a little bit of himself, last couple of years have been a little bit off. I get it. But now the Jets look like bona fide studs, potentially in the offensive side of the ball. They actually may win the division now. Like, they actually may win. Like, it would be surprising. I would, I would just be mad. I would just, like, really be mad. So, another running back news we'll get into this before we get out of here. Like, Zeke Elliott, he signs with the Pats. One year up to $6 million deal. Whoa, Zeke Elliott is not returning to Dallas like those rumors are. I think they kind of like that little rookie they got out there in, in Dallas. So, uh, it's like, bring Zeke back? Nah. Well, he joins the Patriots. That's one of the teams Salmon Cook uh, visited, or not visited, but was interest from the Patriots' side anyways. And they go with Zeke Elliott. Is he going to bring something to the team? Nah, I'm not worried about it. I honestly am not. I don't expect anything real big. Uh, who knows? Like, that New England offensive line is pretty damn good. They ran the ball really well last year, actually. So, we'll see how it is. Short yards running back. Obviously, he's not the bell cow he once was. He's not going to give you 20, 25 carries a game. He may get to 10 and 12, maybe 15 at most. Like, I don't expect Zeke to be heavily involved in the offense. Who knows? Bill Belichick may cut him before the preseason even ends. <laughs> uh, what else? You know, news we got? Oh, Zach Martin. Even the Cowboys, Zach Martin just restructured his contract, so he's back in camp. So that's one good news out of Dallas. Dak Prescott gets his one of the best offensive linemen in, in the league. What was he do? Like fourteen million? I think he's going to get upwards of like eighteen million a year, or how? I believe that's how that got restructured. So Zach Martin is back in Dallas, and he's ready to go. So, that's all we got for today. Another little short episode. Thank you for joining me here on Sports Talk from the crib with your favorite sports host, Tanner Christian. Remember, we're available on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple, etc. And also streams on the website. Episodes air every Tuesday and Friday, 7 a.m. right on the website. So, if it hasn't gotten through all the feeds, sometimes it doesn't get through all the feeds. You know, until about a little bit later, maybe like, like Spotify usually drives like about an hour after on the website. So website's always first. Driving a car, stuck in traffic, it's horrible. Turn on sports talk from the crib. <laughs> anyway, so we'll catch you all on Friday. Be sure to check out the website sports talk from the crib.com. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, all the social media outlets that's and it's Feely Heat Entertainment. Still F T H E. So Feely Heat. ENT. Catch y'all on Friday.
Peace out. Peace out.